Welcome to Papa's House Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoyed this message by Pastor Charles. For more information about this service, visit Papa's House India by logging in into SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, and Facebook. I want to start off with sharing the word. So uh, let's take the Bible, lift it up, or you have a phone that has a Bible, lift it up and say, Lord Jesus, influence me this morning. Holy Spirit, I pray that you'll anoint me. It will be a waste of time for me and for those brothers and sisters to just sit and listen to me. And uh, Lord, they have much better than some other things to do, just to listen to a man's voice. Father, I pray they will hear the voice of yours, not my voice. Though you can use me as a medium to share, but I pray that you'll anoint my mouth to hear in such a way they will hear your voice in a tangible way that will bring them closer to you, Lord. Not to enjoy, not to say I had a good time in the church, but to really bring us closer in Jesus' name. Amen. Wonderful. So this morning, the title you can put, I don't have the slides and all. I've been seeking the Lord what to share and the Lord gave me one psalm and it's Psalms 37. So it's a quite a good psalm and it's got 40 verses and we will not be reading all the 40 verses, though it will take less than five minutes. But for the sake of time, I would encourage you to that you will go home. I mean, you are in your home. Sorry. You will read after the Zoom this 40 verses. But the title, however you want to put it, but the title, what I felt is like, you shall inherit the land. You shall inherit the land. And uh, this psalm, obviously, you know, it's written by David, but it was not written when he was on an young age. Like Psalms 23, he was he wrote when he was young as a shepherd boy and he wrote as if the sheep writing a psalm, a poem to the shepherd. That's why he kind of said like, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall lack nothing. Just like the sheep could say, you know what, David is my shepherd, I shall lack nothing. And just like the sheep could feel the comfort and the protection because from the foxes and the wolves that when the sheep goes through the valley because it's one of those places where you can, you're cornered. If you see the movie Lion King, that uh, lion get trampled, you know, because of the valley that they go through. And uh, the sheep could say, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, your rod and your staff comfort me. And he could relate that with his God. And he say, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death. So that was written on his younger age. But Psalms 37 is written on much more, not on his deathbed, but more on his older age. If you read, for example, verse 25, let's look at verse 25. We'll go back and forth, different verses. I have been young and I am old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his descendants begging bread. So he has gone through a tremendous journey from being kid that was even rejected by his own father because Psalms 51 he says in sin my mother conceived me so many people believe that even scholars agree that that David was not even a legitimate son because his father did not even brought him to Samuel to be anointed because Samuel has to ask a question 
hey do you guys have any more kid imagine you come to my home and uh, and you say i want to bless your kids and i never bring isaac i just bring asha and then you ask you have any more and yeah 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 there's one guy inside the room playing drums come on isaac imagine that that would be the concept that david went through and and then he here he says i am old he's gone through so many challenges then he became from a shepherd to a, a spotlight national hero the girls started dancing and saying saul killed 1000 david killed 10000 then the saul got jealous then he went through this audacity of uh, facing this own challenges and then he became a king is old is battling with his own son absalom and uh, failure with raising his own kids and one of his son raped his own daughter it's so many challenges going through but then his heart was focused on the lord then he goes on and says i have been young now i am old i'm reading from the new king james by the way yet i have not seen the righteous forsaken nor his descendants begging bread so that we know he's writing at the tail end of his life now let's go back read a few scriptures we are not going to read there is lack of time we are not going to read all those but i'm just going to start off reading few scriptures do not fret because of evil doers do not be envious of the workers of iniquity and the word fret i was looking at the word fret because sometimes we don't use the word no are you fretting about you know we don't use that word so much according to the webster dictionary it means uh, you know not to make yourself weary by you know or to cause suffer emotional strain it's basically don't put yourself in a emotional strain so david was saying don't emotionally strained because of what you see and how many of you i mean i i i know when i say this almost everyone will raise your hand how many of you have seen or personally witnessed bad things happens to good people good things happens to bad people and you kind of like wonder why this person has to leave the earth so quick and why this person is not going you know sometimes you wonder you look at your national leaders or your politicians or people around us like why this fellow is still sticking around here why this little person or this person has to leave and you have this sense of emotional trauma and you kind of kind of grapple with this thoughts like is there someone up there making decisions or he kind of got lost in this big numbers you know and that's what david has to grapple with this whole psalm is about righteous and wicked righteous and wicked and david has to grapple with his own thoughts and then he comes to a conclusion and then he makes this statement do not be you know fret because of evil doers don't be envious because of the workers of iniquity for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb and then he goes on from 3 to verse 5 we'll break down this little verse by verse trust in the lord and do good trust in the lord and do good and it's easy to trust the lord i'm going to share a little personal testimony without giving any details It's easy to trust the Lord when you have the money in your bank. And it's so tough to trust the Lord when you don't have that money in the bank. I'll give you my te- personal testimony. We were uh, we were told by a p- particular person that we will give you this as an offering to build your 
house and uh, so we counted it in and we started making plans but that was not into the bank in our account so but we already made plans we arranged everything and now that person said no and i was freaking out i was like how i'm going to pay what i'm going to do and then the holy spirit as usual through come on somebody help me finish through my wife <laughs> uh, said did god change did god change has he failed us and and that's the thing so i have to come to a conclusion first i have to repent and say god i'm sorry just because it's not in my account does not mean it's not in your account and and that's what here david was saying trust in the lord and do good because sometimes doing good requires you to put your confidence in the lord sometimes we feel like even in the new testament you read i think in peter it says don't be weary in doing good and sometimes it's challenging like why i have to sacrificially give why i have to sacrificially pay my tithes and offering why i have to take care of the poor and needy nothing changes it's still challenges we can be so pessimistic and lose perspective david is saying trust in the lord and do good dwell in the land the second one dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness and the word land by the way if you read new testament and old testament old testament is a shadow new testament is the fulfillment of the shadow so whatever david says here in the bible says it's all points out you know the tabernacle points to jesus you know the promised land points to jesus it's all as one theme when we talked about gathered for purpose word of god we said the word of god has only one theme it's jesus being the eternal king and so dwell in the land is not just the physical land it's jesus the promised land the life giving the one that is filled that the one that can fill us this vacuum that created by him that can never be filled by anybody else dwell in the land and look what it says the following verse feed on his faithfulness i want to pause here what are you feeding on what are you feeding on are you feeding on on the media that you know you are encountering with maybe you are feeding on ndtv or times now or cnn or fox or you feeding on on your local channels or whatsapp forward messages what are you feeding on there is a verse in the bible i forgot it where it is it's in psalms i think it's 119 uh, somewhere 111 i'm not sure it says like your testimonies o lord are my inheritance your testimonies o lord are my inheritance it's not my testimonies it's his testimonies are my inheritance so what does that mean that means what all the lord has done since the creation and even before the creation the bible says the spirit of god was hovering upon the earth when there was chaos since then until now and in the days to come those testimonies are my inheritance children of israel receiving manna as daily provision is my inheritance because i am now in christ and i have got that abrahamic covenant it says here yes psalms 119 thank you manna you know verse 111 we are talking about manna manna writes here okay so the testimony of the lord is my inheritance amen so what are the testimonies don't just say i have never seen any testimony brother no you are in christ in christ means everything that was a shadow in the old testament is in you so everything what god has done 
is a inheritance for you that means you can say god you spoke things came into existence that's my inheritance i'm going to feed on that faithfulness even though the children of israel were unfaithful you are faithful to bring them into the promised land that is my inheritance because that is the faithfulness of who you are so count those things you know when gideon said i cannot do this i am from a small tribe from a small clan nobody remember but you said to gideon with this strength i send you go and conquer that is your testimony lord so i take that as my inheritance amen when jehoshaphat said i don't know what to do but my eyes are on you and you came and you rescued with your mighty hand that's your testimony that's my inheritance and this lady in the new testament and she said to herself mark chapter 8 if you keep on reading that it says you know like man if i could touch the hem of the garment she should say to herself that is the testimony lord i take that as my inheritance so feed on the faithfulness of god i know it's tough sometimes and most of you are working on the front lines you see constantly it's bombarded with negativity death and challenges but my brothers and sisters the bible says here david says feed dwell in the land dwell in christ feed on us faithfulness make a list i would encourage you to make a list of all the personal testimonies that god came through in your life you know i have testimonies you know i remember when i was 16 or 17 i got out of a bus from in polur i just got out the guy dropped a humongous like a basket from the top of the bus next to me it was just a, like a you know in tamil they say my relay that means a thin small thin space between me and he could have fallen on my head i would be no more or a vegetable sitting on a wheelchair but it's the testimony of the lord protected you have stories like that write it down say god you have done this i feed on your faithfulness god came down to you to provide miraculously financially restored you you know i came with a two suitcases with my wife and we had 120 euros as our monthly support which is like 9000 rupees that's it nothing else and our rent was 7000 rupees with the rest 2000 we have to start our lifestyle two suitcases nothing else and the first thing god provided was a tv because <laughs> because the world cup match was going and spain won the world cup so somebody gave us 12000 rupees offering and we said we're going to buy a tv because the world cup is starting so we had mat pai they say in tamil we had slept on the pai we had a fan one fan that was i think from the foundations of the world that was there old fan you know and we had a tv sony tv is now the isaacs and ashas you know tv because they are doing their school with that you know so we watched sitting there watching spain world cup faithfulness of the lord you may say pastor you got your priorities wrong no that was that time 11 years ago maybe but it worked out well so what write down those testimonies say to the lord what did you do how you opened doors miraculous even the journey of you coming here to cmc and how god brought you to this place how god brought you guys together that's all the testimonies of the lord that's is your inheritance amen come on i'm pumped up Amen. So look at this. Dwell in the land. Feed on His faithfulness. So now look at this beautiful. 
verse 4 delight yourself in the lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart delight yourself in the lord and this is the challenging part just going to confess it i don't know when i was become a christian i think i was christian when i was born formed in my mother's womb because i was you know it's in the form in the christian circle i was there and the only reason i went to church because my grandma explained so you know in graphic about hell i thought she was born and brought up in hell so she was so graphically explained about hell i don't want to be in hell that's why i went to church so my motivations for going to church was very different but then i had this dichotomic worldview greek dichotomic worldview i would do the christianese thing reading bible praying fasting which is basically starving that time i didn't pray at all and i would do all the christianese thing but then i would find something else to delight myself in now the psalmist says delight yourself in the lord what does that mean that means there is no pleasure you can find externally other than the pleasure that you can find in the presence now this is my question to you where are you finding your deepest pleasure are you finding your deepest pleasure in the movies or in the food or in the clothing i'm asking this to myself okay so you look very holy to me but i'm speaking to myself so you know and are you finding the pleasure in sometimes you know we like to hear the stolen melons are always sweet so we like gossip what is your pleasure i don't know what's your pleasure but if you don't delight yourself in the lord obviously something else is the lord over your life that doesn't mean you can't eat you can't watch a movie you can't but that shouldn't be your you know we sometimes think jesus is like an add on church is like an add on no 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 church is the main thing jesus is your main thing christ is your main thing and then comes the rest of it if you need it but that shouldn't be the primary reason and that's why sometimes people say when i'm on holidays i don't take i don't read bible people say this when i'm on vacation i don't have quiet time hello Jesus said I think it's in John 6 he says my father is always working you know why you need to have quiet time because when you delight yourself in the lord you are on a vacation you are on a beach somebody selling ice cream the holy spirit will say because you are an ambassador no he will say to you speak to him about me but you say i'm on vacation it's not going to work amen see this is a psalm written when david you know in tamil they say palandinnu kotta potta that means you have experienced everything and then comes to this conclusion david comes to the conclusion he says you know what i delighted in many things i delighted in other man's wife not me david i'm talking about david so i want to make it clear so you know david made it all this and then finally he says delight yourself in the lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart and i believe this strongly when you delight in him his pleasures becoming our pleasure let's be honest write down you know in your notebook what are your pleasures it doesn't matter you know you can say you know i i like double choco chip cookies with the hazelnut cream with strawberries on the top okay 
or you say mutton biryani or whatever your pleasures are and then it can be you know holistically i'm not just talking about something spiritual that you do everything and then bring it to the lord he is the lord in every area of your life his delight will be your delight amen look at this one this is so beautiful verse 5 okay this is all just a backdrop before we get into the main message commit yourself commit your way to the lord trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass commit your way circle that word trust circle that word dwell feed circle that word delight circle the word commit commit your ways to the lord trust also in him he shall bring it to pass and now commit your way what does that mean commit your plans you might have heard the saying if you have failed to plan you are planning to fail have you heard that one if you fail to plan you are planning to fail anybody heard that yes so what's the dream what's the vision that god gave or what is something that's stirring in your put it down in practice put it write it down you know we are actually in this days we couldn't start the school in june so one of our friends actually lives in in singapore they are actually a principal uh, in a, one of the top 5 schools in singapore and he happens to be an waivamer and i had the privilege of leading his school in south africa as when he was doing dts so we became friends and we started sharing the school that hidden treasures school that and we've been praying and seeking the lord and asking him for the ideas and and then committing our desires that what god put in our hearts and then look god gave us this vision statement i'm going to read you that vision statement it's so beautiful and it says an inclusive school that empowers every child to learn discover treasures within fulfill their god given destiny to serve and transform their communities so this comes from being in the presence connecting bringing it to the lord talking with one another what is your dream what god put in your dream well brother three more years bond then exit no 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 write down your dream that dream commit to the lord when i told you the story with all isaac how god healed and everything god gave us the simple three things every child is unique every child is special and that i have put a treasure in him and every child can learn and that's the dream god put in unison in myself and we are contending for that to happen commit yourself and god opened doors you saw you saw we had zero i know how to cook that too that's my profession unice is a nurse we are not into this thing at all but god when you commit into his he opens doors miraculously now now having done all this now david says in five places in this scripture five places he says you shall inherit the earth you shall inherit the land now the first one it's in verse 9 for evil doers will be cut off but those who wait on the lord circle that word wait shall inherit the earth now sometimes you say god why my vision is not happening yet i kept myself pure i am consecrating myself i am doing everything and i see my friends partying on the weekends doing everything and they live a very outstanding happy life even they are materially blessed but what the heck going on in my life david has an answer for that look evil doers shall soon be cut off 
but those who wait on the lord shall inherit the earth say this with me i know it's challenging but i'm going to sit tight and stay put in the presence and he will help me to inherit the land amen god's agenda is different from our agenda god is not interested just to conquer through you god is interested first in conquering you then through you amen that's the first place david says you know what don't worry about others they're going to one day go off but you wait on the lord and i have said the wait w a i t starts with w write down the promises of god think about the promises a a stands for act in faith act in faith take a step of faith amen nobody said nobody gave us tons of money that say go and feed the poor just we saw like what can we do we cannot cook we found one place we had a little bit of money we said yes jumped in and then now it's like a river people just keep on calling and say i want to support two days ago one of the sisters from papa's house said pastor how long how much it's going to cost to support a family people just jump in on board when you wait on the lord act in faith write down the promises of god act in faith and i stands for imitate other heroes and sheroes of faith imitate we have the whole bible in hebrews 11 we talked about imitate those people and then last but not the least t stands for trust in god's timing when you do that you shall inherit the earth the second one inherit look at verse 11 but the meek shall inherit the earth and shall delight themselves in abundance of peace if you read the sermon on the mount the blessed are those who are meek they shall inherit the earth what is a meek meek spirit says i am not striving i am resting amen are you meek in spirit are you striving i want to arrive i want to do this the world says get all you can can all you get sit on your can the kingdom says you meek rest in my presence rest in my finished work that doesn't mean you have to be a lazy bum excuse my french but that's not what it means it means you rest in the promises of god you shall inherit the earth amen and now let's move to the third one look at the third one verse 22 five times it's there third one for those who are blessed by him shall inherit the earth and those who are cursed by him shall be cut off and the word bless is very beautiful the word bless blessed are those even in matthew chapter 5 you see blessed the word blessed basically means happy are those happy the one that has a constant connection with the lord blessed that one who has an intimate relationship with the lord will inherit the earth you know this is my prayer one of my heroes in faith you know you all know the story i don't want to mention anyone's name here but that story of the scandal that came out it shook me to the core because at least weekly five times i listen to him i've read most of his books and it shook me to the core and in my prayer diary i have one of their names i have written down i pray for that ministry because i am blessed by that ministry and you know what now when i come across that name i tremble in fear and i say lord the one thing i am requesting you that i don't want to arrive up there and you are not there with me 
i would rather be here a little pastor reaching to the little few group being faithful and finish the race faithfully then up there and you are not there with me i don't know why i just it shakes me i mean even though i love to see influence in a greater level to see but my prayer is right now lord i just don't want to arrive there without you or leave you somewhere along the way that's what it says those who blessed by him that means that happiness constant transaction with him shall inherit the earth and go to the next fourth one verse 29 look at the fourth the righteous shall inherit the land and dwell in it forever now the first two things of the wait on the earth it says here those who wait on the lord that means you have to do something there those who meek that means resting the trust and confidence third fourth and fifth is what he is doing over you blessed he blesses you when you wait when you meek and rest in him he blesses you to inherit the land your righteous our righteousness is like a dirty rag but when you come in the righteousness of god what happens you shall inherit the land and dwell in it and last but not the least look at this verse 34 wait on the lord keep his way he shall exalt you to inherit the land say this after me my promotion comes from papa i don't need to work my way around it you know people sometimes they say you have to soap your bosses you need to make sure that cozy up your boss so that you can win favor no need that doesn't mean you have to be arrogant and you know insensitive you just say god my promotion comes from you but more than my promotion comes from him he is my promotion <laughs> amen more than healing comes from him he is my healing more than the breakthrough comes from him he is my breakthrough look at was 34 wait on the lord keep his way now you go here verse 5 it says commit your way okay when you commit your way his ways becomes our way and that's why david says in verse 34 keep his way because it's no more your way because you already committed your way make sense yes you're committed your way now what way you have his way you just keep it amen it's it's sometimes very <laughs> challenging we were we were in india and one of our friend called me and said there's a church in australia needs a pastor <laughs> and uh, we thought about you and then they explained about the benefits you know and i'm thinking is this from the lord are you the one speaking lord you know i was like this sounds really good logically but then it's here in my mind but the lord gave us a very clear call this nation will bow its knee before the creator you're called to see the people come to know me as their daddy so it's very challenging when you hear contrary word one guy called me when i was teaching in bangalore it was 2 years ago he said god is promoting you i said that sounds good you were going to leave this nation you're going to be settling in germany and you will move from there you will go everywhere i see you in scandinavia norway i am like 
Church, are we blessed this morning?